And hello, everyone. Andrea Adams-Miller. Speaking after Welcome to this. Leverage Masters, airing weekly <laughs> on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Good morning, everyone. Well, I had a giggle there uh, talking on top of the intro music. Uh, Andrea Adams-Miller here, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller here, and our co-host, Dr. Gina Gaudio-Grace, is unable to be with us today. So it's me, but I have a co-host with me today as well, and his name is Vince Wicker, as you can see. Vince is an amazing guy who I've gotten to know over the last 90 days um, because we've been working on a project that I have mentioned periodically called Opus.Finance. And it's in the crypto technology world, deals with cryptocurrency and other really cool things along with blockchain, DeFi, Ethereum, seeds, pools, yields, all words that a lot of people are wondering, Andrea, what are you talking about now? What is this new language that you speak? Vince and I are going to be talking about that today. And let me tell you a little bit about him as well. And as a reminder, I'm Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. I'm the CEO and founder of The Red Card. Carpet Connection. I'm an international publicist. I do consulting for both publicity and sponsorship. And I'm really a dream maker. I'm the person who helps you take, uh, implement action, your dreams, so that they become bigger than you ever dared to dream or desire. Now, Vince, he's been doing some amazing stuff as well. More than two decades of management consulting experience, helping clients drive increased value across various industries. He's a founding member of a two management, or excuse me, yeah, of two management consulting firms where he successfully grew them. He also ran an as, as an industry analysis, um, he had a practice within which he conducted comprehensive software company product annual ratings. He's also participated in investment research projects for investors and sovereign wealth funds. And he holds a BBA in marketing and finance and an MBA as well. So, um, you know, he's just been doing amazing things. And now he's with Opus doing some amazing things there. So we're so glad to have all of you listening to both of us talking about crazy stuff that I've been up to and that I've been talking about. So, welcome. Thank you so much for being here, helping me what we're up to. Yeah, so with that, let me. I'm going to have you do most of the talking today, and then I'll support since uh, I normally uh, co-host the show. We'll do from that added. So why don't you put you on camera here by yourself for a moment and let you share with people, introduce what Opus is, you know, what's been happening in the world, and really what you think about it and so forth. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. So what's been interesting is when I'm introducing it to people that I've known, you know, for years, known for a short time, you know, whatever it is, they trust me as far as the things that I've done and the things that I've known that they have experience in and that they know that I have expertise in. So crypto technology for them has been awkward because, um, when I'm talking to them about it, I'm new to it. And being so new, they don't see me as an expert in it, which is fine. I'm not claiming to be one. Um, I'm showing them, I'm trying to relate to them that I am a person who's new and yet still can participate and be part of this and that I am an example of exactly why Opus was created, that I am an example of for the people, by the people, that there are expertise that we have that are niched experts that have been working on prior to like somebody like and being part of the marketing team and that I was brought in because of my marketing ability and my connections and my influence to help find the people who are desirous of this information and relating it to them. So what's been interesting is Um, the people that know nothing about it hear me the people who know about it the people who know a lot about it and the people who are experts outside of our group think I'm talking crazy talk (laughs) and that's what's been interesting for me is to uh, delineate the difference um, so that we're so when I heard you talking, I, I realized I'm like, oh, Vince, I love what you're saying. But then two things dawned on me. One is the people who are more advanced in ter- technology who've been in it longer have it in a different realm, have a different expectation. Like they want to, I want to see white papers. They want to see who's behind it. They want to um, have a track record of like, I can go to all these Google rankings to see things about it. And then I have the other hand, the lay people who just want it spoken layman's terms and the language we've been using actually has been over is, is weird. You know, it's like, what, what's DeFi, what's Ethereum. And so we have this cross of these two different worlds. I feel like we're teaching a one room schoolhouse from kindergarten to advanced specialized doctors. And so, um, I suppose the first thing to do is I suppose if we're able to dispel the myths that our peers who are in the advanced world, if I could have you help me relate to them what we're doing that why there is no white paper yet. Like, so if you could help me explain that. Yeah. Well, it helps me, but but they'll be the true test will be I'll have them listen to the show and then find out what other questions that they have. So um, the other part, too, has been um, asked. Oh, you had a response. Go ahead. You can go to Ford, Chrysler, you look them all up on your own. 
That's engine. <laughs> Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I love that we're doing this. So uh, given that, so uh, I want people to be clear that uh, in, in participating with this, that, um, so, okay, you heard Vince say that three and a half years were in the making before Vince and I were invited into this. Now we're part of the marketing team. So that means as the marketing team, we're the face and the voice that um, people are seeing. There's other people as well. There's a whole team of us. Um, but th this happens to be me and Vince are doing this particular program and, and a couple different outreaches so that people can hear what we're doing and what we're up to so that we are inviting people to em embrace information into their world so they can make decisions for themselves. I think that's the biggest scope that I think that people are missing or hearing is that I actually used the word humanitarian the other day and I had someone say uh, somehow that meant them that, that it was not like regular business and I said we're that the point is, we're I'm sorry, I got distracted from one of their partners come, come, coming up in front of me. Um, that, that that was the point. Is I was trying to explain to them humanitarian means that anybody, real people, have access to this. You don't have to be a corporate person or a crypto person. That that's the point. Is that as humans, anybody at any rate of level, as long as they um, can follow like what you said, like in a smart contract that this person is getting this at this rate going here. And as long as we just do and push the buttons that we're supposed to do to do that kind of investment, that we can complete that and we can participate. And, um, and, and so the humanitarian part is that um, we're looking at educating people so you know so will you just uh follow up on that when you hear me using the word humanitarian how you would explain that from us at opus and, and what that's happening with that yeah <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to address. So first, um, I'll do the last one. So I'm the executive director of the Keep Smiling movement, which is how I even came to even know about Opus, because one of the... Um, heartfelt uh, humanitarian things that Opus wants to do 
Endure is a part of is they have their own smile project and their smile project um, has been put on hold because of all the wonderful things that are happening with the Opus blockchain. But that's why they thought, oh, two smile projects, bring them together, make even more happiness happen. And that has been a challenge. It's like right now how we're accepting funds. Um, now, when people give us donations, when they do it electronically straight into our bank, no fees for us and that's been fantastic but lately people have been wanting to do it through you know like paypal and stuff like that and we are charged with fees if they don't do like a friends and family or do whatever so we automatically the, the money the second that it comes to us it's less than than what we received so i love that idea that the money comes clean and exactly as the people wanted it to be as a donation to us um so that we can continue to uh, services and products to help people with their mental and dental health. Um, the second thing that you mentioned, um, uh, something within what you were mentioning, you were saying how we would indirectly or directly uh, be taken care of or compensated or uh, you didn't use those words, but that's what I'm alluding to. People are asking me, why are you a part of this and how are you being paid? Because they don't understand that. They, 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 um, and so I want to address that. So they understand, like, so from, from my standpoint, how I'm being taken care of or how I'm being compensated, it, there's multiple things. One is because I'm, I'm the kind of person who cares about people, I'm part of something. Uh, another movement, I'm, I'm already excited about, I have the Living Red movement, which is about having people live with relevance, enthusiasm, and delivery. That's my personal movement. I'm part of and the executive director of the Keep Smiling movement for mental and dental health. And now I'm part of this Opus movement, which is about providing all kinds of different levels of information and access and resources to people to help them better their lives. So that's my main reason. My second reason is, is I'm a kind of person who likes to take a little risk and be an early adopter. Well, I'm an early adopter. I had the opportunity to hear how this was working and be part of the people who volunteered to be the guinea pig because when we did all of this to see, oh, if we take from here and do from this and create that, does it work? Those of us who said, I'll do it, I'll take the risk, we found that it the risk was actually a really smart thing to do because uh, we ended up um, being able to bring in some um, abundance from that. And, and we're seeing that continuing to happen. Um, so we don't promise that to anyone else. We're just saying that for us, that has worked. Um, how would you address that um, further, Vince, about how, why we're here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so one of the other things that goes along with what you're saying is so people like Andrea, you're a publicist. So why aren't you, why aren't you doing publicity like you would normally do? And what I've been explaining to them is because um, often with publicity, people are selling something and, and yes, we're um, when it comes to selling, so we're not selling a thing. We're selling to you that we actually are honest people who are giving you information that comes with knowledge as we're learning it so that we're giving knowledge and uh, education, um, making it available to people so that they can be advocates for their own decision making when it comes to cryptocurrency and crypto technology. That's what we're selling. So, if, uh, so that I can sell, but I was not brought onto the marketing team to sell like people normally sell normally you know we 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 want you to put money in i don't want you to put money in unless it works for you and you decide that it works for you and and that's the other part then is when i say that people say yeah but so you're getting the money and i'm like no that's the part of it is like nope i mean maybe eventually indirectly yeah we will because as we're part of this and as opus blockchain becomes and because i'm an early investor um the more people who invest in things because i'm also invested in it yeah that will affect me however i'm happy that you did yes It is very, it is very exciting. And um, so in all of this, one of the other reasons that there's not the traditional publicity is we're looking for people who are moved and motivated by education and caring about people and things like that. Now, that's not to say people who are money focused aren't invited in because anybody can come. It's it's open because it's not there like you said there's no club, there's no handshake. So anyone can come. However, the people who were behind this initial concept and idea were really about um inviting people in who care about other people and that because because in the, uh, the one gentleman, how he worded it is that money in his, in his opinion, how, how I'm perceiving him to say it, that money is your voting chip. So when you um, invest in like a particular uh, group or a certain coin or something that you um, are maybe interested in the principles behind what it's supporting or the product that it's serving or the innovation it's developing. And so you're not only making a decision about money, but you're making a decision of how you want things to happen in the world. The same as you would with anything else, like a stock or something like that. Chances are that you, if you're a health nut person, you would have a difference of opinion. Um, let's say a fast food restaurant is doing really, really well, but you're a health food 
you know, that's your discipline. You're, you chances are you're not going to invest in something that doesn't fit your goals and alignment. You're going to instead invest in other organizations where the foods are organic and whatever, you know, over here. And that, in that sense, then you're voting to the world. I want this to show up more, this kind of stuff. And that's where, um, where when we talk about what, how do you create your voting chip, so how do you make your, your wealth, your voting chip on what you want to show up in the world? What's more important to you is what you're more likely to invest your time, energy, and love in and your support in. Even if it's not with voting chips, your money, but in addressing to other people what they should or should not do, our opinions that we give friends, we do that. So when Vince mentioned how, you know, like why is a lot of our friends coming in and so forth, um, you know, or, or why are we pushy or am I, am I friend, my family thinks I'm being pushy about it? I am being pushy. It's because I see what is possible and it's, it would be like being on a plane going down and I know they're going to die and they're like, I don't need an oxygen mask you know, we're going to die anyways. And I'm like, no, I actually know that we can land on water and that you can live and that this is a possibility. So put the dang mask on, you know, and, and you know, I, I want you to have this long-term ability and opportunity, this window, this knowledge. And even if they don't participate, I at least want them just to hear about it. Like you don't even have to participate or play, but would you listen to it so that you know what Andrea is up to, so that I invite you into the world of what you think is a secret handshake, what I'm saying is the world. I just want you to hear the world from my perspective, and that's why I think I'm so adamant and so passionate about my friends and family coming in, is I want them to share in with what I'm doing. Does that make sense? Beautiful. So. Let's, let me check on time. I'm, I'm so, okay, we have about 15 minutes. What haven't we addressed that we should address? Uh, so um, something I was trying to compare uh, when I, I was talking to my dad about this and trying to explain like what we're creating and what we're doing and um, what op the future of Opus in the blockchain and so forth that we're talking about creating. I used the example of when Visa and MasterCard already existed in the world and then Discover Card released and then the ritual that they had that oh, not everyone's going to take Discover. Discover card's not as good. That's a stupid card. Like, who's going to get that? Or why does anybody want that? And then now, you know, 20 years later, I think I got my Discover card when I was 16, by the way. I think that was the first credit card I, uh, second credit card I ever had. For some reason, um, uh, I, I had a wonderful... I had really, really awesome, amazing credit as a teenager. And so I guess they didn't see me as a child. I never had to ask my parents for it. I just signed up and got one. And um, and so, you know, you think how many years ago. Okay, it's not been 20 years, Andrea. I'm 51. So <laughs> it's been more like 35 years. Um, that How well that card does. And then that there's other cards that have come along the way that are doing really, really great. Um, and then I might have been you and I, Vince, that were talking about, you know, who would have thought that, you know, I remember when we used, you know, um, 
you and I talked about a different analogy, but it's making me think of when we use dogpile to look up stuff on the internet and now Google is the word to use. You know, like, and I say, and other people are like, what's dogpile? And I'm like, well, that's where you go look for crap. <laughs> you know, get you type it in and it'd show up. And then Bing tried it. And for a while they were hearing Bing, 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 you know, is the place to go. And then I haven't heard anything about it for a while. So it's either accepted and so they don't advertise because they're happy with where they're at. Um, but right now, Google, people say Google it. That means go look it up. You know, so that became now that became a verb on what we do, on how we look things up. Um, so, uh, Vince, what are your thoughts along those kinds of comparison of what, what we're achieving in the world? Like, that's, I realize that there's already blockchains, there's already Ethereum, and, and why, why what we're doing aligns with those kinds of ideas. Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause uh, you know, cause it, and so if you were to use an, an analogy with uh, innovation or with the internet uh, what in the past, what in the past was like the second or third generation that is also now number one that people might um, connect to differently than how I use Dogpile and Google. Hmm. Oh, go to AOL. <laughs> Mail. I saw your eyes roll when I said it. <laughs> the voices. You don't have the voices. <laughs> I don't have the voices. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, that's what I'm excited about is that uh, people will have, everybody has the opportunity to decide how they want their life to look. And so to me, it's about manifesting your future uh, in, every, in any, any way of your life because blockchain has the capability of storing education, information, notes, memories, you know, situations. Uh, I mean, it's, it's really, really fun what is possible now that I know what I know. <laughs> and now we just want to make sure that you know um, and have access to know if you desire to know it. It doesn't even mean you need to know it. It, you, it just is nice to know that it's out there and that it's available to you should you desire to know more about it. And Telegram is a messenger service, uh, just like a text, 
kind of just kind of like a Facebook Messenger, kind of. Like they all follow that kind of like a WhatsApp. It's just another new way of communicating with people. So Telegram. Mm -hmm. Mm Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, so uh so that is the best way to go right now. And uh for those of you who know me, uh, again, I'm Dr. Andrea Adams Miller. Uh we I am the co-host on the Leverage Masters today. My co-host and uh partner in sharing about Opus is Vince Wicker, who I've just uh come to adore cuz he's such a wealth of knowledge and has just a a really open heart and great information to share with everyone. And again, I uh, love to Dr. Gina Gaudio Grace, who wasn't able to be with us here today on Leverage Masters, and join us next week from noon to one Eastern time, where we always give you information to leverage your life the way you want it to be, so that you master what you desire in your world. So with that, we'll be leaving you after just a few more moments. And uh, Vincent, any parting words for you? Awesome. And with that, we'll go ahead and play our outro music. And we want to remind people, too, that the Keep Smiling movement is in need of donations. So you can go to www.paypal.com forward slash um, or, or just go to um, paypal.com, sorry, and then do at Keep Smiling Movement and make a donation because we're a mental and dental health organization, 5013C. And we're, we used to say that we were spreading a dose of hope one smile at a time. And now we're spreading a dose of hope smiles at a time because we're able to reach multiple people at the same time. So with that, thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Black Book page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. Good. Thank you so much. Got it. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I...